It's not just what we drink. It's also what we eat. Do we need more raw foods? Find out with Karen Noller, the raw food coach, brought to you by TriBest, making healthy living easy, and our new book, Juice Crew, Transform Your Life, adding one juice a day. Get the book and some juicy prizes, as well as a chance to win over $1,000 in TriBest gifts, including a juicer, blender, and dehydrator at juicegurubook.com. Welcome. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve Prusak. It's great to be with you. And on today's show, we have Karen Noller, the raw food coach, telling us how we can transform our lives with the power of adding more raw foods into our diet, something we can all benefit from. So sit back, relax, get yourself a juice, some tea, a glass of water. We're coming up right after this with Karen Noller. Here's another Juice Guru approved product. Hey there, Juice Guru tribe. Here at Juice Guru, we've tried a lot of juicers. The one we've chosen as our absolute favorite for the last three years in a row has been the TriBest Slow Star. Order your own TriBest Slow Start at the Juice Guru Tribe discount by visiting our website at juiceguru.com. TriBest Slow Star makes healthy living easy. Get one today. Juice Guru Radio. Well, Karen Noller is the raw food coach. She's been dubbed the world's premier raw food coach. She's also the leading authority on raw foods within her native UK, a Hay House author, popular speaker, raw food coach, chef, and teacher, as well as trainer to the trainers. Karen's inspired millions of people around the world to experience the power of raw food, juicing, and living foods through her website, books, and TV appearances. Let's welcome to Juice Guru Radio right now, Karen Noller. Hi, Steve. Great to be with you. Thank you for the invite. Thank you for joining us, Karen. So let's just jump right in. And first of all, talk about how you got into health. What what took you down this path, this journey? Yeah, well, basically, I, I grew up eating a lot of junk food, which isn't especially uncommon. Um, but the piece of my story that's a bit more unusual is that in my teenage years, I worked in a butcher shop. And that was because my mother remarried when I was eight years old and she remarried a butcher his dream was to have his own shop so we we moved into living above a butcher shop and running a butcher shop when I was 12 and so during those formative years that's where I really got an inside scoop into one aspect of the food industry and needless to say it wasn't particularly um, gorgeous (laughs) and so that really opened my mind and I, I became more aware of my feelings around food. You know, I was, I was thinking, okay, yeah, people are coming in and buying this stuff and seem to have no issue with it, but I actually do have an issue with it. I don't feel this is a good thing. Um, I'm seeing also what's going into the products. Um, I'm seeing the whole animal come in and the pieces go out. And the more um, awake and um, sensitive I became, the the more crazy it all seemed. And so it was during those teenage years that I really made a vow to myself that as soon as I left home, I would go vegetarian when I could be in control of my food. And that I not just would go vegetarian, but that I would really educate myself so that I was a healthy vegetarian and that I could actually be in alignment with my values and, and live a healthy life free of meat. 
And that's where it all began for me. And then the rest was a lot of self-education, experimentation, and um, a lot of paying attention to my own personal journey around food, how it affected me physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. And did you notice changes like from how you were before? Yeah, I mean, the the biggest turning point for me, actually, because first of all, I went vegetarian in January 92. Um, well, that's actually when I gave up meat. August 92 was when I gave up fish and went fully vegetarian. And then quite soon after that, because I'd been reading so much, I went vegan. And I felt a, a bigger shift between going vegetarian and vegan than I actually had from going carnivore to vegetarian which was interesting um and the reason was because I discovered that I was actually intolerant to dairy and that was something that actually was evident in my childhood but no one had picked it up and so letting go of dairy made a huge difference to me but then when I discovered raw food which was kind of by accident just discovering a book in a bookshop one day um not that long after when I started experimenting with raw food, that's when there was like a quantum shift, the, the shift between eating meat and not and being vegetarian and being vegan, like that paled in to insignificance compared to how I felt when I went from vegan to raw. That was really dramatic. And the thing that I, I like to share with people about that is it, it wasn't just physical. With the other shifts, I felt a physical difference, but with moving to more raw food and a high percentage of raw food, there was a huge physical shift, bigger than any other physical shift, but there was also a dramatic emotional, mental, and spiritual shift, which I had no clue was even possible. And what about juicing and green smoothies, things like that? When did you start incorporating those into your life? Really, really soon, actually, in the raw food journey, because the book that I read about raw food, it did talk about juicing. And so because I was so new and naive to all of it, you know, whatever I was reading, I was taking on board. And so I would come home from work of an evening and I'd go into the kitchen. And the first thing I would do would be to make a juice. And back in the day, the, the kind of go-to juice was carrot and apple juice. And that's, that's what I would make. And I would drink that while I was then making my salad. Um, and I honestly, by the, by the end of the meal, having had this pint of juice and then this awesome living salad, I mean, I, I felt like Wonder Woman. I felt like I could take on the world. And, um, you know, and I've definitely noticed over the years that the juice combined with the raw food is the most potent mixture, not just one or the other. So it's been great to, to see how they really support each other and compound the effects of each other. Right. And on top of your raw food books, you've got a juicing book, don't you? No, I don't have a juicing book, but I do talk about juicing in every book. Um, I knew because, I saw it somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I, because I really feel that what can happen, because um, obviously raw food is my main field. And what can happen is that people can start to forget about juicing. They get very caught up in green smoothies, which are great. Absolutely. And we may come back to that, but um, they get so focused on the food, they forget drink. And, you know, there's just so many benefits to be had from juicing. And I also find that the further people go into their, their 
the purification of their diet and having a clean diet, the the importance of juicing becomes even higher up um, because it provides that lightness and that um, yeah, it just it just nourishes us on a different level than food because it's less dense and it's more potent because you've got obviously more nutrients going in than you would if you were to to chow it down, if you like. You know, our listeners like to hear from our guests like what a typical day is like of what you might eat so they can get ideas and just see um, if it's easy to do, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, well, for me, I go to the gym most mornings, and so I don't actually consume anything before I go. I just never want to exercise on a on a full stomach or anything like it, and I never am hungry when I wake up anyway. So when I get back from the gym, which is generally between 9.30 and 10, I'll either make a protein smoothie, which is using a, a, a raw vegan protein powder, and I'll make almond milk and add in whatever else I feel like. Um, and then if I don't have that, I will have some kind of juice. So that will either be a green juice or a vegetable juice or sometimes an orange juice. So basically, you know, you could walk into my home any morning of the week and you would see me consuming one of those around 10 a.m. Um, and then in the mid to late morning, I may or may not have some kind of snack. And that might look like fruit. It might look like raw chocolate because I love some nice raw chocolate. Um, it it might look like some crudite and a dip, um, but generally there's not much going on in that in that morning period because I eat lunch around twelve thirty one o'clock, and that will be a, that will be a decent salad. So more greens, um, the usual suspects: tomato, cucumber, maybe some onion, um, some sprouted beans or seeds maybe some other seeds in there like hemp seeds or sunflower seeds or pumpkin seeds, avocado, um, whatever dressing that I want. And um, if I still want something after that, it might be a, a raw bar of some kind. Again, it might be some fruit. It might be some raw dessert that I have in the fridge that I'm going to have something. Because generally, I fancy something sweet after a salad. So it's going to be something like that. And then evening time, it, honestly, that's when it can vary the most because I'm either going to be really, really hungry or not very hungry at all. And if I'm not very hungry at all, I'll literally just do something like the crudite and the dip or kind of munch on different things here and there throughout the night as I, as I want them. If I am really hungry, then something that I absolutely adore, which... Um, I've taught many people over the years is a kale and avocado salad, which is awesome. Um, and I also might have something more substantial, like one of my veggie nut burgers, which I love. Um, or even if I've made one, a raw pizza, which I have an awesome recipe for that. And that's really substantial. And you, you don't need a lot of that to feel full up. So that's generally how it goes. And um I'm not a huge dessert person for all kinds of reasons. So I'm not going to say, oh, and then after that, I have this amazing raw ice cream because I don't. It's going to make me feel uncomfortable and uh, too heavy and the digestion is not going to be what I want it to be. So if I ever do have any kind of dessert, it's usually a, some kind of snack type situation. And, you know, we're talking a lot about raw food here. What is the importance of including raw food in our diet? 
Wow. Well, that's a whole call in itself. But it's about, <laughs> um, you know, it's about life force, effectively. That's how I always see raw food. It's, a lot of people get hung up on the fact it's not cooked. And that's like, yeah, technically that's correct. But the distinction is that raw food is food that is in its whole natural untainted state and therefore it's replete with all its vitamins minerals enzyme oxygen phytochemicals like everything that nature intended and when you consume that you're getting the the whole thing the real deal and you've lost nothing and so you know it's no secret that you know nature is the most powerful force on the planet it will beat any man any building, right? It's, it's the most powerful force that we have. And when we harness the power of nature through our diet and we're not messing around with it, taking things away from it, destroying it with fire, um, you know, we're infusing our physical body and our emotional body, our mental body and our spiritual body with all of that incredibleness effectively. And, you know, people can kind of get that on a maybe an intellectual level, but the experiential level is really the proof of the pudding. To actually live that and feel that on a daily basis, you just know it's a world away from conventional eating. And can you share with us your favorite juice uh, recipe? Yeah, my favorite juice recipe. Green, uh, I call it my green goddess juice. And um, it's a combination of spinach, celery, a cucumber, lemon, lime, and some pineapple. And occasionally I'll put in a bit of kale, but um, I actually am not the hugest fan of kale in a juice, but I really like the spinach a lot more because it's sweeter. And, um, you know, in terms of quantities, I, I mix it up all the time. You know, sometimes it's to do with how much produce I have in the fridge. Sometimes it's to do with how sweet I want something. Um, but, but they're the key ingredients. And... Um, I'm a huge fan of cucumber because it's amazing for your skin, incredibly cleansing and refreshing. And, of course, you get a ton of juice from cucumber as well, whereas spinach, you put in like 10 handfuls of leaves and you get about a tablespoon of juice out, whereas you put a whole cucumber in and you get masses of juice. And um, it, and it's just, yeah, it's incredibly purifying. So I think it's really important to put as much cucumber in as, as you want. Now, our listeners can find out more about you at therawfoodcoach.com. Is that the best place to get a hold of your books and find out about your trainings and all that? Absolutely, yeah. Okay, we'll include that in the show notes for today's show. It's therawfoodcoach.com. Karen Noller, thank you for all these years of great work and inspiration and just an honor to have you on the show. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Steve. been a pleasure. Karen Noller, right here on Juice Crew Radio. I'm Steve Prusak, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Juice Guru Radio. Find out more about us at JuiceGuruRadio.com. Until next time, get your juice on.